this is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. As you guys probably uh, know, I'm a huge fan of I May Destroy You. And I just realized that most of my podcast yesterday was talking about how deep and powerful this show is. One thing that I forgot to mention is um, I like the way this last episode it's almost like people don't know what sexual assault is neither the victim nor the perpetrator you know they can't tell or they're gray on it or it it it's not black and white i mean certainly if someone comes up and rapes you uh hits you over the head knocks you down in an alley and rapes you or you wake up with a stranger on top of you yes that's clearly rape but the gray areas are I was having consensual sex with someone and they took off the condom after I had requested that they wear one, you know, gray area. Not really, but kind of because the sex was consensual, but taking off the condom wasn't. And so the character grapples with that. I mean, it was just a deep, deep, deep show. So you should watch it. But also, too, um, when people are confused uh, like Bill Cosby in his deposition, in his own words, he, you know, was like, I think I understand romance. You know, it's like, but Bill, you're putting quaaludes in people's drinks. That's what this deposition is all about. There's nothing romantic about that. So it's just this kind of old guard, um, super male version of events that, you know, it doesn't get marches or protests but it's under fire and a lot of men resent women for being upset about being sexually uh objectified sexually abused um and harassed you know uh i think i think i was in an interview this was such a weird place to work i was in an interview with a married couple this was about 10 or 15 years ago now and I didn't like working for the married couple anyway. They would have fights at work. And to talk about awkward. That was terrible. So they'd get into these arguments at the office. And, um, you know, I'm a child of divorce. So it's like I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with all of this. So anyway, uh, during that interview for that particular job, uh, I remember the husband was like, well, we just need somebody on our team that, you know, it's like, it's kind of like making love. And his wife was in the interview and she was like, he doesn't mean anything by it. He, I keep telling him to come up with a better analogy, but he won't. And this couple was so strange. And so, um, and I, and I took the job still. That's what's weird. So uh, he's like, it's like making love. You just need to make sure that uh, there's good communication and everybody's on the same page. And I'm like, that's one thing he did that was offensive. But the most offensive thing for me was we used to, the, the space was pretty small and I had to share a back office. And both the husband and wife seemed to have a crush on the girl I was sharing the office with. You know, she was young. I guess she was attractive to them. And uh, they just spent a lot of time like gushing over this particular person. And so he was in our office and he wasn't necessarily talking to me. I don't recall, but he was talking to us and then something came up and it made him make a whipping sound like 
And uh, I mean, it sent shivers down my back. And I turned and I looked at him. I said, I, as a black person, I have to tell you, it makes me very uncomfortable to have a white man behind me making whipping sounds. And he thought that was, I don't, I don't remember if he laughed. I don't remember, but I remember he just did it again. And I was like, dude, this is, first of all, you're wildly offensive, but shame on me because I blew past, but I needed the job. So I blew past the first inappropriate comment he ever made. And then the whip thing, that really bothered me. And then they were so strange. They I, I would, they were a weird couple. And I did not enjoy working for them. I was so happy when I quit there. Um, they, it was just a weird-ass place to work. I've had some weird jobs. And I'm not even sure. I guess that's my throwback Thursday story. Because <laughs> it was just terrible. You know, and he obviously... I guess my original point was he didn't feel like what he said was sexually harassing. His wife understood that it was, but he didn't. And then the most egregious thing, though, is I'm telling you as a black person, I don't want you standing behind me making whipping sounds out of your mouth. And he was just like, oh, he just really blew it off. And I remember thinking, yeah, that is that is unsettling, you know, and I didn't keep it to myself. I said it. You know, I was a grown-up, you know, it wasn't my first job, and I wasn't going to just smile and pretend it was okay. I mean, that really was upsetting, but that was just a weird place to work. I did not enjoy it. They were so strange. I don't ever want to work for a married couple again. Uh, Anyway, that is that, but I think uh, my original point is the, the thing about a show like I May Destroy You is it points out the fact that men and women have completely different viewpoints, um, not only about sex, but also what's consensual. You know, it is not consensual uh, to to see somebody passed out and just start having sex with them. You know, that's not consensual. And again, this really happened to her and she somehow has managed to turn it into a very powerful TV show and use this platform to illustrate the bigger issues in our society and uh man it's good stuff uh but yeah I wanted to mention Bill Cosby saying he understands I think I understand romance I don't know Bill <laughs> knocking people out to to rape them is not romantic just FYI all right well I uh got to get to work so listen you guys take care thank you for listening i've had a very sound listenership here lately i appreciate it as you guys know i've been highly impacted by COVID 19 i have not had it nobody in my family has it thank you jesus but you know i'm i was very clear i could look around my i could use my uh neighborhood my city as a microcosm until that we were going to have another surge and it's coming it's already here but the you know people are so uh excited i've heard more than one man say well it it has a 98 percent survival rate and that just proves you've never been sick listen i'm telling you you do not want to get sick um if you've never had your life really jeopardized in any kind of impactful way um you won't get it 
you won't understand it. I mean, you just want to risk it and roll the dice. People are just being or just exaggerating. And you know how men are. Everything's fine until it's a problem for them. Then when it's a problem for them, it's the end of the world and we got to fix it right right now. It's just got it's got to get fixed. So um, don't put yourself in that position. That would be dumb. Just stay smart, stay healthy. Wash your hands. I can't believe we even have to say that. You learned that and gosh, hopefully you learned that very early in your life. You should always wash your hands, but for real, like what are we out here doing? So I think things aren't ever really going to go back because that's America. <laughs> that's the way we are. Once it becomes a thing for us, it's a thing. And so I don't see, I think more people are going to be working from home permanently. I think, um, you know, they're going to really have to struggle and create whoever comes into federal office next has got to create a strategy. Uh, and that's why so many of the Asian countries did did well. They've already had pandemics. You know, they had a protocol. And we are sitting over here thinking it can't ever cross the oceans to us. I'm not sure why. And we were completely unprepared. This is what it looks like when your pants are down. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll figure it out and and actually be better and stop making commercials about how great we are and actually be great. You know, um, I'm tired of all, I'm really tired of all these black people commercials and emails. We care about black people. Great. I do, too. Stop putting it on TV and stop emailing me. You didn't care about me before George Floyd, Target, and Old Navy, and who? I mean, I've gotten emails from everybody. We care about black people. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, that's funny to me. All right, have a great, great day. Take care. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,